You're listening to UCW Radio and your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? You know what I mean? Why did you a place like this? Money never sleeps, but I'll... You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine my head. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass balls, balls, balls. I'm falling, and I can't get up! All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps, and uh, this is a special show. Uh, where normally we don't do it, but in this case we found it necessary because our next guest he he has two major events going on uh, in both real estate and in the venture capital world. So I want him to go into things and explain what's going on out there because I think this can be beneficial to a lot of uh, developers and a lot of startups that are actually looking for funding. So without further ado, let me bring on David Drake of LDJ Capital to the show. Uh, David, how are you? Louis, thanks for having me on. No, I'm, I'm excellent. I'm on the West Coast right now and we're getting ready for the full week of real estate, family offices and crowdfunding we're going to have in San Francisco and San Mateo next week. Okay, so well, glad to have you have on board. Uh, glad to be on board here to t- talk about it. Yeah, I think it's important. I, I, well, I think it's important uh, because I think in the world of real estate, especially, yeah, you have a lot of developers, you have a lot of people that are getting into the game, and even some private equity, and they don't know they don't know where to go to help them, uh, you know, get financing for the next project. So what you're doing is actually giving them information and giving them the resources and the people where they can actually get it done. So I think it's important. Um, So what I want to do, if you can, for our listeners, is go over what the event entails, how it works. So even for the, for the people that can't make it there, they can get an idea of what it is because I'm sure that it can be beneficial to them, uh, next time around. Yeah. Thanks, Louis. Yeah. So, you know, my background is we're family office in New York and we made an investment into a media group called the Soho Loft. And we're doing the glo- the first weekly long real estate crowdfunding conference in San Francisco. Now, we picked San Francisco because one of the largest real estate events of the year is with Inman. It's a publication for real estate. They're being done the same, uh, similar dates from the 16th to the 18th. So we decided to do a full week just on crowdfunding in real estate. And then secondly, on family offices and venture capitalists investing in technologies and real estate platforms. That's a little different from what Inman is doing. And consequently, there's really good synergies and we know Inman is bringing in 2,000 people, and we're bringing in a couple hundred. So we decided to do our event on at San Mateo at Draper University. Tim Draper is hosting it for us, a full-day event on Friday, July 18th. But prior to that, you know, we're doing VIP cocktails with family offices and venture capitalists every single night for the whole week. So we rented uh, two penthouses downtown San Francisco, and San Mateo is just 30 minutes outside. But throughout the whole week, uh, from the 15th to the 22nd, we're going to have 15 VCs and family offices attending our cocktails from 7 to 10 p.m. with our own private roof terrace. And to see the sunset and also have a good time, a little more relaxed environment. Mm-hmm. So for, you know, people listening to this, uh, 
short talk of what's happening in San Francisco and San Mateo next week, they can take away that Time Realty News, one of our publication sponsors, have discounted tickets showing people how they can join one of these events. And we have several family offices confirmed coming. And what's happening, if you want to go into the details of what's really happening in the industry and why crowdfunding is combined with real estate, well, you know, first of all, when people think about crowdfunding, they think about Kickstarter and, you know, you donate a couple dollars for a cause or an event. But in this case, uh, the crowdfunding um, uh, direction of real estate is that we're still sticking to SEC regulations and only rich people are allowed to invest in real estate because you have to be credited, which means you have a minimum $1 million in net worth, excluding your home, or you have $200,000 in salary the last two years unless you're married and you have 300000 And those accredited investors, there's about 8.6 million of them, are allowed to invest and be solicited to put money into real estate. And that's really where we're seeing a completely a complete shift to how real estate has been done historically. And what we'll talk about at the conference on the 18th and privately as well is what are the technologies out there making real estate more accessible, allowing investors from all over the globe to log in, to look at investments, and actually make investments on the Internet, which are the platforms. And, you know, timerealtynews.com has a top 20 crowdfunding for real estate platform report outlining the top 20 in the world, what they're doing, and how come they've been able to invest $1.2 billion in real estate to the Internet. Okay. So the fascinating thing happening today of that developers are realizing very slowly, but it's happening, that they can raise money in a different way that was never possible before, and that's through the Internet. And historically, they had to sit down and still do one-on-one with investors, fly to cities, sit down with a big check-cutting investor, FedEx between the lawyers and, and you know catch up with a lot of illegal fees between lawyers going back and forth. And it's, it's very costly and expensive and just extremely rich. However, because of technology, we're seeing platforms like Groundbreaker and Groundfloor and Realty Mogul and Fundrise, which just raised $31 million, allowing people to streamline that process. Mm-hmm. So the legal, the documents, the due diligence, the background checks is all done through the Internet. And being compliant with SEC and FINRA, and this is very important, you have to be compliant, you're breaking the law. We're discussing how they're compliant and how other groups can be compliant and how developers now can raise money online from investors they never met before. And we've had case studies where we actually sent people out on the web and said, hey, go and try these 10 leading platforms that are in our Forbes. And I also write for the Wall Street Journal. And as of today, I'm also writing for Huffington Post and Entrepreneur.com. But I'm talking about this through all my writings and having invited to the White House for a champion of change and represented the U.S. Commerce Department of these policies for the last four years. We're now doing these conferences, and this is the third global one, where we have about 150 people coming, and we're discussing best practices, what are the challenges, success stories, and how people have raised millions of dollars in real estate through the Internet which they before haven't been able to do. And, so you know, I think it's exciting you, to but, know but, that this But David, you know what I want to do? No. I, I want to interrupt you for a second because I just want to kind of yeah. give give a, a little insight, you know, because you mentioned with 
you know, raising capital and streamlining everything. You know, when, when you're trying to raise capital, well, way back when, you would have to go and, as you said, send information out, wait for responses, and if you got interest, you'd have to actually get the money to go and visit these people because they're not going to come to you. You'd have to go to them. And right. there's no guarantee that you would get funding. So what winds up happening, you wind up going through a whole process when there's no guarantee where if you do stuff digitally, you can actually get more things on. People are coming to you and you can streamline the whole process, making it cost effective in your fundraising uh, abilities. So I wanted our listeners to kind of get my view on it so that, uh, it just, you know, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, um, it's a pretty good, uh, format to work with, especially when, you know, you have to raise capital for a project and you giving information to developers, um, uh-huh. is going to allow them to take on more projects, uh, not only in the state that they're in, but they may want to have joint ventures with other developers in other areas. So who knows? I mean, the, the possibilities yeah. are endless. And, and, let me, Louis, let me give you some data to back that up, what you just said, which I agree with. Look, you know, um, historically, after the great financial crisis, it took 26 to 28 months for a new fund to raise money. With... The internet and the crowdfunding for real estate, I remember only rich people can invest uh, because they're credited. It, could, it takes less than 30 days. And one group, one developer I sent to try different platforms raised over a million dollars in 30 days from people they would have never had a chance to meet because they were in different countries and different regions of the U.S. At the same time, you know, in 2012, $22 billion was invested by business angels. That was 225,000, well, 265,000 angels invested 22 billion. And that only stands for 4% of all the accredited investors we have in North America. So there's another 8.4 million investors that we can reach to the internet that we can't properly find. And if the market gets more and more efficient, we're going to find more and more of these investors. And just if they give a ten thousand dollar check, it means they might be able to put a hundred thousand to quarter million dollar check in the future. And they're just testing you out through the internet. So, you know, we do encourage people that, hey, if you're a real estate developer or you're thinking about buying a real estate of any sort, crowdfunding is the new realm of possibilities of raising money quicker and cheaper than other ways. Okay. You know, I think that that's that's important. Note, I think that's we're important have stuff. A Super Angel Week in New York, August fourth. But we're not. We're, we're, we're going to talk about that in the next segment because we're going to take a break in a minute. But I just want to kind of finish out the real estate part of it because that's happening up. That's happening next week. Okay. Now, can you give us quickly? Um, I guess insight to let's say if someone wanted to go to the conference all right what would they expect from beginning to end as far as you know when they sign up to go what would they what, what would they expect their experience to be from beginning to end well the experience will be that they're going to be at the forefront of what's changing in the industry globally at these conferences there's nothing else like this today and, and the, the panels that will be will be the top 10 leading crowdfunding for real estate panels in north america and the world and you also have family offices and investors sitting down talking about what they want to see when they're investing in either technology in real estate or just real estate or the platforms of crowdfunding real estate. So we have Thompson uh, Reuters family office is confirmed speaking. But we also have some interesting speakers from Prosper, which is a lending platform where you can lend non-secure uh, loans up to $35,000. 
which is something else interesting because a lot of people say, hey, I want to do renovation. How do I get a loan? My bank won't give it to me. Well, Prosper and Lending Club are two of the world's largest debt peer-to-peer lenders, and they can give you non-secure loans up to $35,000. Well, you know, when we work with uh, New Orleans, resurrecting or rebuilding New Orleans, and remember, Katrina still has 150,000 homes destroyed in New Orleans. Those properties are being picked up for fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars by the, uh, by construction teams. So you know they just don't know that they can use their good credit and go on Prosper or Lending Club to raise more money. But they want to do so. We'll also talk about other ways for people to raise money um, across the board because I travel around the world every week for the last three years, interviewing government agencies, funds, and business angel networks in many and maybe 20 different countries to find out best practices mm-hmm. and that's exactly what we're talking about we're talking about best practices and what's the least amount of resistance for somebody to raise money to real estate i hope that will be helpful for your audience yeah i think so because i wanted them to understand you know what the experience would be and what benefits they would get out of it and if getting the information they need to actually better their business and grow their business and get the funding that they they potentially need for their development projects then you know it's it's a win-win all around and i'm sure that you know they can get more information well when they get there but actually what i want them to get more information now so if you can do me a favor before we take the break why don't you give them the uh the website information on when where how they can get more information on what you're doing with the soho loft and the event in san francisco next week the Soul Off Media Group is, is organizing it, and for that, anybody who's listening to this, you should go to timesrealitynews.com, and there you will be able to find details about the event. I think they're sponsors, so they have some discounts, and if you really want to be involved with the big hitters and the big investors, you want to attend the VIP cocktails throughout the whole week at the penthouse we rented in San Francisco. We're going to do sunset cocktails and finger food 7 to 10 p.m., and that you can find on Times Realty News as well. Oh. So that's where I suggest that people do go to the website. And there's also a newsletter there they can register for free. It's the only publication in the world today tracking crowdfunding for real estate. Okay. So that's my recommendation. I mm-hmm. hope people enjoy learning more about this. Oh, I think they but will. Of course, they can also they can also do search online for my articles. Okay, well, I think that uh, going to timesrealty.com, check it out. If you're interested in uh, real estate investing, if you're a developer, and even if you can't make it to the conference, you just want to get additional information to help you within, uh, you know, help you with your endeavors, because uh, everyone needs, you know, information. Information is power. All right, on that note, David, stay with us, and listeners, uh, stay with us. We're going to be back right after this quick break. This is AP News Minute. A woman abandoned a baby in a Manhattan subway station. Police say the woman pushed the baby girl in her stroller out of a train at the Columbus Circle Station and then got back in the train and rode off. The baby girl is six or seven months old with no apparent signs of trauma. A powerful typhoon struck the southern Japanese islands of Okinawa as residents took refuge from gale force winds, towering waves, and storm surges. The typhoon comes on the tail end of Japan's summer rainy season, and landslide warnings already are in effect for some areas due to the seasonal downpours. Residents of Iowa are cleaning up from four tornadoes that hit the state. One tornado wrecked two homes in Rhinebeck, a town in eastern Iowa, ripping parts of the roof off of one. Residents of Gaza woke up to flattened homes after Israel launched what could be a long-term offensive against the Hamas-ruled Gaza Strip. 
The Israeli army said its offensive, dubbed Operation Protective Edge, struck at least 50 sites in Gaza by air and sea. Matthew Burgoyne, The Associated Press, with AP News Minute. This is Chef Gavin Murphy with your one-minute healthy cooking tip. For all my fellow fitness freaks out there, eating lean, high-protein meats like chicken, turkey, or even pork loin is part of our everyday diet. I get asked all the time, how do I make chicken breast juicy and not dry and overcooked? This is how. Season the breast with salt and pepper and sear in a drizzle of olive oil in a hot pan until golden on both sides. Preheat your oven to 400 degrees and place the breasts on a foiled oven tray. Pour one cup of chicken broth on the tray and pop it in the oven for six to seven minutes. What's going to happen is the broth will create steam in the oven while the chicken is cooking and add moisture to the meat. And that's my secret. Also, very important guys, once you take the chicken out of the oven, let it rest for three to four minutes and this will also keep all the juices in the breast. For more tips and information on me, go to my site, GavinMurphy.com. All right, welcome back to the special edition of Money Never Sleeps. We're here with David Drake of LDJ Capital, and we were talking about uh, real estate investments uh, with crowdfunding in the uh, previous segment. And now we're going to be talking about angel investing in the VC world. Um, they have a big event coming up in August. So, uh, David, you know, why don't you, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about what's going on in that realm? We touched real estate. Now let's talk about angel investing. Well, we're doing a super angel uh, week in New York City, August 4th to the 11th. And uh, my company, LJ Cap, was a family office out of New York. And we co-founded an angel network, and we're on board of three other angel networks. But one of the angel networks we co-founded is fpangels.com, and we're going to bring we're flying in angels from other angel networks from all over the U.S. So 35 of us are flying in, and we're having a full day event for that event. Um, yeah, that's interesting for people to hear about if they are angels and they want to consider joining. But the following day on August 7th, we're doing a full day event for entrepreneurs who will have a chance to pitch 35 family offices and business angels uh, attending that event in New York City. And the way to find out more about these details is go to the website of thesoholoft.com. And just don't forget the the T-H-E, thesoholoft.com. That's where we have uh, upcoming events outlining what's happening that week in New York. And, of course, we're going to end the week with a breakfast with Senator Coons on August 8th which is the Friday of that week. Okay. Of course, there'll be cocktails every night that week at penthouses that we have accessible to us. But we're excited about Senator Kuhn because he has a tax credit that he's uh, proposing that we want to support as business angel investors and venture capitalists. And that tax credit is enough in saying that you can deduct against your salary investments into startups. And that's something we also see in the UK. Uh, most people don't understand that the UK has a Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme, that's called SEIS, and that allows you to deduct your salary with 50% of an investment you make into a startup. Well, how how does that work? Wait, wait, David, how does that work? Let's have clarity on that because even for me, I just want to get an idea of how that works. I know, look, I'm going to be there in August and I'll be hearing it as well, but, you know, let our listeners know how that particular thing that that particular situation works because I, I find that interesting. Well, uh, 
Right. So I'll talk about the tax first and then about the event, the main event being August 7th that you should be attending. Because, you know, entrepreneurs can actually see on online who the investors are in the bio. Right. So they're not, there's not a guessing game, but you can actually be able to research it before you even buy a ticket. Um, and the tickets are only a hundred bucks, which is inexpensive to New York. But, uh, back to your question, how did that work? In the UK, it works the following way. If you invest in a startup, a hundred dollars, or let's say ten thousand dollars, you're allowed to take ten thousand, half of that, five thousand dollars, and re- and deduct your salary with five thousand dollars. So you're paying less taxes. So if and you that's get, why so, there's such a momentum in the UK for startups. Okay. Because the second thing they're allowing companies to do is they're allowing them to have no capital gain taxes if they hold the investment for at least three years and there's a big exit. Okay, so let me let me just, just give an overview, all right. Let's say in the UK, if someone just to give a figure, if someone's making a hundred thousand dollars or a hundred thousand sterling pound, whatever it is, they're making a hundred a hundred grand. Now if they make right. a a $20,000 investment, an angel investment, they're able to take 10000 of that and, and deduct that from their salary. So basically, instead of them showing a $100,000, they are they are paying taxes on ninety. Is that correct? That is exactly correct. Okay. And then, and then the kicker is if they qualify for the program and hold the stock for three years, if it's the next Facebook, they pay no taxes on it, So beautiful. So, so basically, so let's say if someone went in, and they invested uh, again the twenty thousand. They deducted half off their salary, so they got that uh, tax credit. Now they held it for three years, and that company again became a multi-billion-dollar company, and they had their original stock. So you're telling me they would pay no capital gains on that upon them selling the stock? That's correct. That's and in, that's, why that, that's you, insane. When that, you read that, the news in Europe, yeah. you hear about startups in the UK a lot, and this is the reason. These programs have been in place for years, but no other country besides Argentina has anything like it. So, you know, that's incentive. You come to this conference that, that's in, in New York and listen to what Senator Coons is proposing, which is a very similar thing. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense. It's going to be, you know, it'll be jet fuel for the startups. Industry. Well, I think if we can get this passed legislation. Well, I th- I think that it's incentive. I think that you know here in the United States, you know, we're, this is a country built on entrepreneurs. All right, so you have a lot of you know a lot of companies that are that need funding, and you may have that that diamond in the rough that can be the next big thing, but you don't know. Yeah. And without the funding, yeah. they'll never get there, and that that's part of the issue. Without the funding, you'll never yeah. they'll never see their potential. So. Angel investors are providing a good uh, first step because after that, then these companies can actually go to an actual uh, larger private equity or venture capital firm to actually do the next round of funding or even go with the same group that they started out with. It all depends. Uh, point is, is that, you know, when you have these angel investors and they're getting incentives to invest in these, these startup companies, in this growth, it's good for America. Is good for business. Is good for employment. Is good for a lot of things. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I think I think that's good stuff, and I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing him speak about that. And hopefully, you know, you'll make some headway uh, in uh, on the hill on that on that deal. You know, I think we're we're going to be running out of time, so I'm going to try to wrap this up. But yes, you can go to thesoholoft.com to see all the upcoming events with Super Angel Week. 
And like you said, you know, this is going to be jet fuel for startups if we can pass this legislation. I lobbied Congress. I was invited by the White House to the Champions of Change and also represented the U.S. Commerce Department in Rome on policies of how to get money to startups at early stage. Mm-hmm. And to give you some numbers, the venture capital industry globally is $68 billion. 30 of that is from the U.S. alone. The venture cap, the angel network in the U.S. is around 22 to 24 billion to give you a size of uh, how, how much activity there is in North America, which is the leading country for business angels. Yet again, in Europe, I'm also a partnership with the European Business Angel Network. The Europeans have 500 million people, and they have doubled their angel investments from four to eight billion the last three years. And they want to double again to 17 billion through the European Business Angel Network. So there's a lot of interesting activities across the globe in the space. And we'll be covering that at these conferences uh, and the several events we have that week. So thank you for having me on board, and uh, I appreciate having you here, as always. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on, David. And, you know, for our listeners out there, you know, definitely definitely check out thesoholoft.com. You'll get additional information on the uh, on the real estate event. And uh, and with the, they'll be able to get that information as well for the VC event at uh, the Soho Loft or what, what, what is that other site? That's correct. All right, so they'll... No, so, that's correct. All right, so, and, bo- and so both events. people want to reach me, yeah, re- reach me is easy. Just email david at ldjcapital.com. Okay, so you can go to LDJ Capital, check that out, check out the Soho Loft and find out more about it. And again, I think that if you are a startup company and you're just looking to be connected with angel investors where, you know, if you exhausted your, your family and friends network and you needed that something extra as opposed to going at the Shark Tank, you know, you can actually go to, uh, to the uh, Super Angel uh, Week. And you know you may connect with someone, and I'm I'm sure that you you'll definitely make some connections that may last a lifetime. You don't know, you don't know what can happen. You have to be in the game to 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 see where things go. Uh, but David, again, want to thank you for coming on Money Never Sleeps. You know a lot of information here, and we're gonna have you on on the uh, on the the regular show uh, soon as well. And again, we'll we'll bring you on on further. Uh, on additional shows as you make developments with some of the projects that you're working on uh, because that that's actually going to be helping a lot of uh, entrepreneurs to grow. So I appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll, we'll have you on again. Thank you very much, Louis. Okay, and to our listeners, thank you again, and I hope that you have an extremely profitable week. And remember to listen to or catch uh, Money Never Sleeps the uh the weekly uh shows every monday and until then uh again have yourself a profitable week and we'll be back with you on the next show initiating shutdown sequence you're listening to ucw radio in your face what is your major malfunction so let it be written so let it be done ladies and gentlemen my mother thanks you my father thanks you my sister thanks you and i thank you